What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of On the Power Play. It is me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my fabulous co-hosts, Adam and Matt. Welcome to episode 55, Larry Murphy. Larry Murphy started wearing number 55 when he moved from Minnesota to Pittsburgh and continued to score at a consistent pace. He's won four Stanley Cups, two with the Penguins and two with the Red Wings prior to retiring. Episode Larry Murphy. What is up, gentlemen? How was your holidays? Boys, we're in the dog days. We're in some tough days here as far as hockey. We're in the dog days of Christmas to New Year. The 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, 31. The days that don't exist, as, as I've been told. The, the dog days. It's an enigma these days. They don't yeah. truly exist. I believe that. It feels that way, to me at least. Um, but yeah. anybody get anything fun for Christmas? Any uh, hockey-related well, presents? I didn't get. I got uh, this switch uh, pullover. And then Ooh. I got these moccasins. And then oh. moccasins are my favorite, dude. Yeah, I got moccasins, too. I'm going to whip these. Yeah, moccasin brothers. Oh, my God, yeah. we're moccasin bros. They're so, they're so soft. Oh, uh, hell? They're heavy. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I have the flexibility to. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Shorts too. I am wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a whole vibe right now. Shorts and mocks. <laughs> that's a bad man. That's a, that's that's a, a that man's bad. not afraid of the cold. It's <laughs> a bad man. <laughs> um, I, I ended up getting, uh, I ended up getting Phantoms tickets, so that's Ooh. cool. Uh, I'm gonna go see a Phantoms game. What was that? I heard a lot of AHL games got postponed. That's yeah. This one, this one's on the for the. Squad. Yeah, this one's for the 16th. So I don't know yet. I guess I'll find out, but uh, that date hasn't gotten affected right. yet. I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Either way, they'll reschedule it or, or what have you. Um, how about uh, how about you, Adam? You got anything? You said you got PJs. I had some uh, shark PJs. Uh, wore them for the last couple of days, so I couldn't wear them today. Um, gotta wash them. <laughs> gotta wash. We actually the, we got the first my wash. sister. Yeah, soon, soon. Uh, but we actually got my sister a uh, a pullover Kraken hoodie that's kind of like a jersey. Oh, it's right like, on! Sick. Um, so that was pretty cool. I got nothing really hockey related this year. Was all Pokemon cards and random shit. Oh hell yeah! And I mean shit in the good way, like you know, not just like shit, just like really good shit. I did get some magic cards. That was very Ooh, nice. You're a magic um, guy. All right. Hell yeah, man! I never played me? magic. I oh, tried. You gotta Couldn't give it get a go. Into you gotta give it a He's go. He's a goalie. He's yeah, a goalie. Was, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm into know, all that's the, fair. I'm into all the nerdy stuff. I'm a goalie, so it's what we do. I was um, a Yu-Gi-Oh kid growing up, so I could never get into Yu-Gi-Oh. That, I don't know what yeah. it was. Now, even though, even though, don't oof. doesn't Wizards of the Coast own all three? Not anymore. I don't think. I know I they own Pokemon and Magic still, but no, actually, I think Pokemon's away from Wizard. Oh, Wizards doesn't own uh, Pokemon anymore? Uh, I'm about to look at well, Hello, welcome to the hockey podcast. It also talks about nerd stuff. <laughs> hey, if, if our listeners didn't yet know that we Facts. were nerds, that's on them, and we can't help them for that. Um, I don't Is know. I'm still owned... seeing... I think it's owned by the Pokemon company now. Oh, they're their own thing. 
Well, good for them. Sounds like a big monopoly to me. That, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's... However, isn't it based in Japan? I don't think it uh, falls under monopoly right, rules. <laughs> You're in the We're States. talking about the wrong game, Monopoly, right? <laughs> talking about Pokemon. Talking about the wrong damn game. That was, easy. that was way too easy, Adam. That was like way too easy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm here for. What you... That was a layup. That was a layup. Softball, a meat pitch right down the middle. And Bing was going to let it take first strike. But then Adam was like, oh, Bryce Harper time. Bang. <laughs> Bang, baby. Speaking of Bryce Harper, MV3, for those of you that don't know, that's right. Eat it. Eat it in the face, Mets fans. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I, if you can't tell, we're kind of losing our minds a little bit here. And it's because we haven't had hockey in quite some time. So the league obviously paused. On December 22nd, I believe. And they said they would come back after Christmas. They're now pausing till the 27th. So today games have uh, continued. Actually, as of right now, I believe Montreal is playing. I believe so. I think Montreal, Tampa. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm smart. So that game's going on right now. And later tonight. Is uh, Arizona, San Jose, and Vegas, Los Angeles. Um, Sharks hockey, baby. Here are the games that have been postponed. Um, Seattle Kraken at Vancouver Canucks, December 27th. Columbus Blue Jackets, Chicago Blackhawks, December 28th. Boston Bruins, Ottawa Senators, December 29th. Chicago Blackhawks at Winnipeg Jets, December 29th. Pittsburgh Penguins at Toronto Maple Leafs, December 29th. Dallas Stars at Colorado Avalanche, December 29th. So... Those are the games that have been postponed. I believe before that, there's a very long list that I won't make the make you find people sit through. Um, but those are the games that have been postponed since they did the pause. Now, there are lots of players within COVID protocol right now, and the league is just kind of trying to get back and get hockey out there. And with that is the return of the taxi squad. Um, so the taxi hey. squad, for those of you that don't know, is a group of players that are considered emergency call-ups. So if I'm getting this wrong, they travel with the um, they oh, do travel is. with the team. You're right here there. Uh, each team will be allowed to have a taxi squad of up to six players and to make emergency recalls from the minors if COVID-19 absences would cause anyone to play without a full lineup. Taxi squads, which are used during the shortened 2021 season, are set to be in effect until at least the all-star break in early February. So each team is allowed to have their own taxi squad now, which I think is a good thing because that should mean less postponements in the league. What is your guys' reaction to the taxi squad? Do you think it was the right thing for the league to do to get games going? Or do you think that it was um, maybe just smarter if the league kept postponing games? Well, Adam called it. Yeah, Yeah, a couple episodes ago, he's like, if things get bad, you think we'll bring the taxi squad? And both us small-minded, arrogant, <laughs> cocky, think we're right all the time. Co-hosts were like, Brian and I were like, nah, no way, no way, no way. Nada, no way. Yeah, the, then, the, good, the good news is Matt and I know we're dumb, you know? Yeah, accept <laughs> it. <We're, laughs> Excuse me while I tie my moccasins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think the taxi squad's a good idea. However, like, what I don't want to have happen for any team is the AHL season gets so affected that it doesn't kind of happen in a way, and these players don't get the chance to develop the way that they should because they're kind of stuck on a taxi squad. Now, I know that, you know, the NHL mostly cares about getting the NHL going, but, I mean, I'm talking for these kids' futures, and and I say kids even though they're, like, not – my age per se but just a bit younger than me um you know i'm talking about these guys that are in the ahl who their season might get completely turned around canceled out we don't know what's going to happen with the ahl so uh i like the move on the nhl's front i kind of feel for some of the ahl guys though in a way um adam how about you what's your reaction to the taxi squad since you basically called it and obviously we know the nhl listens to the podcast so they're like let's listen to adam john adam listen yeah, John Hockey's a big listener. Yeah, I'm on speed dial. Um, still won't return my calls. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try Star 69? Yes, I have. Oh, so you still want to answer? Damn. Almost had him. Tried. I tried. Um, he, he figured me out. But no, um, I'm actually kind of surprised it didn't happen sooner. But at the same time, this was the best time to do it, given the break. You're not implementing something mid-season that could – kind of shake the foundation of the season that was already starting to crumble a little bit. So we'll see where it goes. I, I see where you're coming from with uh, the players that come up on the taxi squad, maybe not getting the development time that they need, but at the same time, I think just being up in the NHL and getting to experience the practices and kind of getting the feel for what it's like to be in the show is a good starting point for that development. It gives them an idea of what to expect when the time comes for them to actually step up and play fourth line minutes, third line minutes, wherever they get placed. So it's not so much a catch 22, but it kind of is. It's, it's not an ideal situation, obviously given the circumstances, but it's a good starting point. I think for however many of these guys get put on the taxi squad to at least get a chance that they might not get naturally. Yeah, that that is true, and that that can play a, a nice advantage to these guys who have kind of been in the AHL. Um, I think the taxi squads they make sense as far as not trying to postpone every game. Um, but you know, as you said, Adam, it's not ideal. But nothing is currently ideal in the situation that we've been given uh, anywhere in the world or the league, for that matter. Um, So we are going to move forward here. Uh, Obviously, we know the Olympics. The NHL players will not be in attendance at the Olympics. And Brad Marchand had some comments. Now, I know in the past I have made my my feelings about one Brad Marchand well-known. But I'm going to (laughs) – But I am going to try and come into this with no preconceived notions about said player. Brad Marchand. Now, here is exactly his statement, or um, other than that, his tweet, basically. I have it right here. The at NHL and at NHLPA can change the rules of the CBA to add a taxi squad so they don't miss any games and don't lose any money, which has already been agreed upon that the players will pay back in escrow until the owners are made whole from what they have lost during this pandemic, regardless of how many um, regardless how many games are missed yet they can't do a taxi squad during the Olympics so they can honor the agreement that they made to the NHL players to go. 
please tell me that's not bullshit. And for all you who want to pipe back about forfeiting pay while being gone, yeah, not a problem. Let the players make their choice. I'm a little bit confused at this rant. It doesn't, like, I think I get what he's trying to say, where he's a little bit pissed that, you know, the players aren't going to the Olympics, but the NHL has instituted a taxi squad situation, which they said they wouldn't do. And Brad thinks that they could have done that for the Olympics. But is I feel like he's a little tone deaf here about what's kind of going on in the league itself, you know? The Bruins just got hit pretty heavily with the COVID thing, you know? But personally, in my opinion, hearing like reading that, he doesn't really care about getting COVID. I think that's kind of a kind of a hint right there that it's like, eh, so what? Like at the end of the day, it's like we want to do what we want to do. Well, he wants to do what he wants to do. Um, I also think he kind of knows that like if he misses time because of COVID from the Olympics or getting hurt, he knows like, hey, I'll still get paid by the nhl like my contract's not doesn't have a clause it's like oh you go to the olympics you get hurt or get covid it's like you got problems like the nfl um so i think that comes into mind uh i think he's kind of one of those canadians and i don't blame them that really 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 wants to represent their country because they kind of he kind of knows that this is kind of his only option because in four years they'll probably be a better option than brad marchand yeah Maybe, you know but most likely, yeah. And he'd um, probably be like a third or fourth liner, depending on his output, right. but who knows. If right. he's even playing. He might and, not be uh, playing. Yeah, like I said, there might be better options. It's Team Canada, you know? Um, <laughs> There's always better options for Team Canada. Um, Just look at the, the World Juniors. Oh, my God. I think it's kind of uh, – it's also something a lot of these players were already emotionally, like, committed to. Right. Like Sidney Crosby was emotionally committed to playing for Team Cannabis. Uh, Connor McDavid, same thing, emotionally committed to playing for Team Canada. And then you look at, I think some of the USA players are kind of on the, on the same, on the different side of the fence. Like, eh, like, oh, well, like, oh, well. Like, yeah. We don't have to go to Canada and quarantine just to play hockey. Like, uh, like the Kachucks or um, who else? Who else is making it? Maybe Eichel, but Eichel's going through some stuff already. Right. Um, so it's – and then you look at, like, teams like Russia that probably are on Team Canada side. Like, Ovi's like, yeah, I want to represent the Russian Olympic Committee. Yeah, Panarin. Like, yeah, I, w- <laughs> I would want to go. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to show the whole world that we're the best squad. Um, right. Uh, going through Conor McDavid's uh, – his comments about it that are kind of on the line of Brad Marchand's. These guys really want to have a best versus best tournament. Like a lot of those guys do. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because of ego. Maybe it's because of like, you know, stature. Like, you know, Conor McDavid can add an Olympic gold medal in his resume. Like how many players would absolutely say yes to that? A lot, right? right? A lot would. Um, but it's also like, you hear these players coming out and saying any player that 
is going to come out and talk, they're most likely going to talk like this and mm-hmm. make their opinions like that. The people that are like, I don't care if I go to the Olympics or not, they're not going to say anything. Right. They're going to say a thing. But the players are like, yeah, like, what the heck? Like, I thought I had a choice here. They're going to make their uh, opinions felt. Right, right. Uh, Adam, how about you? What, what is your reaction to the Marshawn comments and maybe the opinions of other players in the league? I really, a lack of a better way of saying this, kind of agree with him. I'm kind of more surprised that the league didn't just allow the players to make their own decisions. I understand, you know, under, you know, the, the, the situation that the league's under right now, a lot of games are being postponed and a lot of games have to be rescheduled. But at the same time, you can still let the players decide what they want to do. It's not like, you know, there's any rules barring call-ups right now. They've already reinstituted the taxi squad, so it's not like anyone's really going to be um, underhanded or um, understaffed, so to speak. Right, but they allowed taxi squads after saying right. they're not going to the Olympics, I think, yeah. But, you know, why wouldn't you do it before? You see what Do you think that plays, like, an aspect in it that they said they were going to bring these taxi squad players after they announced that NHL players are not coming? I have to relocate. I have to relocate this tweet. There's a tweet that I think kind of answers that question from uh, Alan Walsh. I feel like um, as the player that like if the player was like, you know, I'm kind of bummed that I wasn't able to play in the Olympics. If I'm a player and I find out that the league's now doing taxi squads, I'm a little perturbed where I'm like, well, why couldn't we have done that to let us go to the Olympics? You know, you said so, that we weren't going to do taxi squads and now we're doing it. Here's here's the tweet that I foreshadowed from Alan Walsh uh, three hours ago. He says, Feels like the NHL is frantically sticking gum in each hole of a sinking canoe to keep it afloat. It's obvious there's no plan. Just knee-jerk reactions to the latest news. This cost players the Olympics while got uh, this cost players the Olympics while Gary is grinning like a Cheshire cat over that one. So I mean it's no secret. Gary Bettman and the NHL didn't want the players to go to the Olympics to begin with. Yeah. They never have. They, they want they to protect to, their assets, basically. They had to pull teeth just to get it added into the CBA just for the season. So there is, like Fish said, a good chance that a lot of this was kind of Gary pulling the strings in such a way that he could get what he wanted while also not going against the CBA. Because, I mean, yeah. let's face it, he's a lawyer. He knows how loopholes work. And he puts loopholes in things so he can use them. Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, that's all, you know, speculation. We're not accusing anybody of anything. Jacuse. All right. Maybe Bing's accusing <laughs> some things. I don't know. <laughs> but if it's Gary Bettman, I will accuse him of doing shady shit. But, I mean, I said it since the beginning of the, the outbreak, just in personal conversations, that I felt the player should have been given the choice to go to the Olympics or not. Um, that's just how I personally felt because really at the end of the day, it is their decision. Yeah. Like there's the league sure wants to protect their assets, but at the end of the day, the player is being asked, Hey, do you want to participate for team USA, team Canada, team Russia, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not the league saying, Hey, these are the players we're looking to take. 
and there might, you know, be some discussion involving the league, but at the end of the day, it's the player's final choice to say, yeah, I'm going, no, I'm not going. And the player knows the risks if he's going. And that's even the case without COVID being a thing. That's the case with every Olympic pre-COVID, you know, the players got to say yes or no. That was their thing. There's their prerogative. uh, It's a weird thing. And I know there's some people that have used the argument that uh, when a person's buying a ticket, a $150, $300 ticket, they're paying to see the stars. They're not paying to see third and fourth line guys from the AHL coming up. But at the same time, if I, I still want to see the star players at the Olympics. Right. They'll want to see NHL hockey. Right. That argument, that argument always kind of frustrates me because like, there's also a case like, what if the game before the game you're supposed to your favorite player or the star player that you want to see. Right. Like gets regular hurt, like just hurts a shoulder or something like that. And is not playing anyways. You wouldn't bitch and moan if that was the case. But now, which is something that is out of everybody's hands, it happens, and you're gonna you're gonna complain. That I feel doesn't like that right to me. argument, and this might be a hot take a little bit. I feel like that argument is made by bandwagon fans, the kind of fans that like hop on because they're like, "Oh, this is the best team in the league, so I get to see the best players play." I'm obviously gonna buy a ticket to see that. Right. Whereas, like, I was excited to go see the Wilkes-Barre Penguins play the Worcester Sharks when they were still playing in Worcester. Uh, before they moved back to San Diego or um, San Jose, isn't it I was, Worcester? I don't care. I, I think it's pronounced Worcester, but all right. Sure. Jeez, bro. That, <laughs> bar, that barn Wilkesbury has is so cold, man. That, it that is, is so a, it is an ice cold. box, man. What is that about? I, I've enjoyed every single game I've gone to, minus the one that my mom broke her leg at. But hey, we won't talk about that right now. <laughs> That's a story, uh, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> That's something. But, Back to what I was saying, I was excited to go see, and I don't even think it was planned that way. It was just, I get to go see the Sharks minor league team play against a team local, so that was kind of cool to me. But I got to see, at my time, the my favorite player, who I only knew about because of, I think, NHL 14, Nikolai Godobin, make his AHL debut. And I was right psyched to see that. So, I mean, everyone has their reasons for buying a ticket to go see a game. It's not just you know, everyone's buying a $300 ticket because they want to go see Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin. They're buying a ticket because they want to see their team play. And if you really want to go to that game that bad, get the $25 ticket in the last row. Like, don't buy the $300 yeah. ticket if, you know, you're there for the to see the players or whatever and not there for the experience or what have you. Um, but... We digress. Um, when it comes to the Marshawn comments, we kind of agree with him in a way uh, because it is a bit backhanded that the league cancels the Olympics and then then announces they'll do the taxi squads. Like, yeah, you could have done that in the first place. Are we surprised with what the league? No, we're not surprised. And there's there's no need for you know the league to do it in any sort of order, obviously. But if they want to do respect by the players, they would have done it in the opposite order. But, you know, it is what it is when it comes to the NHL and Gary Bettman. Uh, A little bit of injury news here, uh, apart from COVID-19. Seattle cracking forward Brandon Tanev has torn his ACL and is out for the remainder of the year. Uh, He was injured December 18th against Edmonton and had sought a second opinion on the extent of the knee injury. Team said additional information on his recovery 
would be available following the surgery. It's a little unfortunate because, I mean, I really like the way that Brandon Tanev plays. Uh, So far this year, he had nine goals, six assists, and was pretty energetic on the ice and was honestly one of the Kraken's best players. So that's a pretty tough hit to a team that doesn't have a whole lot of talent anyways. Um, So hopefully he will come back with with a good knee and will be playing Brandon Tanev type hockey because it's exciting to watch him play. Now, speaking of exciting to watch, the World Juniors Championship is going on right now. It's early. Um, The most games a team has played so far is two. Um, But we're going to talk about nonetheless. So, going into the World Juniors, we had kind of figured that, uh, well, Canada was just going to do Canada things, and uh, the United States is going to be around their tails. Well some issues have occurred with that <laughs> as um, team USA has been hit with the COVID-19 two of their players testing positive and the team had to go under quarantine tonight. Actually, I believe they were supposed to play Switzerland and they had to suffer a one, nothing uh, forfeit loss for them getting COVID and going under quarantine. What do you guys think about how they, how they handled that? Do you think they could have rescheduled it and not done a forfeit? It seems like a punishment that I don't necessarily deem fair. It's not like anybody's Um, trying to get COVID or anything like that, but I don't know if the forfeit was fair. Isn't the World Juniors kind of like a tight schedule? Yeah, they're it's pretty much a lot of these players have to go back to wherever they're currently playing because they still have seasons going on. Yes, so that's probably I think what probably played a role in it. That and I've noticed it seems like the IIHF is pretty dang strict when it comes to their rules and everything. Like I saw a cross check that was justifiably called uh, a cross check and the expected penalty was called. I think it was, uh, I want to say the guy was thrown out of the game. It might've been a match penalty. I'm not hundred percent sure for a cross check to the head. Oh, all right. I, left, I probably left that part out. Sorry. Um, but no, like it, it was a clear, like, hit to the head it it was kind of gross looking and the deserved penalty was placed and called and i looked at that and said if that happened in the nhl one of two things would happen it would have been a five minute major or it would have been a slap on the wrist and play would have continued now i do want to say the way the world juniors and the olympics uh rules are is different than the nhl rules um they have a different rule system for that um, however, you, you're right. It would definitely not be a, a match for that in the NHL. It would have been a five-minute major. Um, but here's how the standings are as we sit. In Group A, Finland's in first place with two games played, two wins. Canada is in second place with one game played and one win. Germany is uh, sitting in third, two games played, and a overtime win and a loss. The Czech Republic is in fourth with two games played, one uh, overtime loss and one loss and Austria is in last with one game played one loss uh, right now Finland has a 10 goals for and two goals against ratio okay Finland take it easy uh, I'm a little bit impressed by the Finns honestly that team is good as a good yeah. squad they got for the Finns there um, have you guys gotten the chance to watch any uh, world juniors action only a couple a of clips. Bit. Not as much as last year when we were glued to the TV 
Yeah, last year was <laughs> the only last year was different, man. Whew. Um, I seen. I saw the game that Owen Power got his hat trick in, which I think was the first uh, Canadian defenseman hat trick in the World Juniors. Yeah, it, Owen Power, like, talk about an offensive power. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, um, uh, hopefully Buffalo doesn't ruin him. Well, the Buffalo is going to Buffalo, but uh, if he can score like that from the defensive side of the puck. That is fine by me. My only concern is his ability to play actual defense, but uh, I guess we'll see how he's tested whenever it is that he gets to the NHL. But um, in Group B, Sweden in first place, two games played, two wins. The United States in second place, one game played, one game forfeited. They have a one-and-one record right now. Uh, Russia in third place, two games played, a one-and-one record as well. Switzerland in fourth place, two games played, uh, one win, one loss. And Slovakia in fifth place, two games played, two losses. Uh, Tight ones for Slovakia, too. I wouldn't consider the games they played to be blowouts. Um, But right now, Sweden looks like they're pretty much in control of Group B with a nine and three goal for goal against ratio. The United States having that three and three ratio, which is a bit Kind of like it looks weird because it is obviously they had the forfeit, so no actual stats can be put up whether goals for or goals against. Um, but uh, what do we think so far, uh, early, early on in the world juniors? What teams have surprised you? What teams are basically doing exactly what you had anticipated, or any other takeaways? Well, I saw a, a list of like the last 10 world junior champions. And it's like it's directly in order. It's like Canada, USA, Finland, Sweden, Russia, Canada, fin- USA, Sweden, Finland, Russia. Yep. So I think it's kind of a, a Finn or a Swede year. Obviously, Finland's kind of gotten off to a hot start. But we saw last year a team that got off to a hot start and nobody thought it was going to get taken down in the championship game. They looked, uh, they looked uh, normal. Yeah, they looked, they looked, uh, looked like they had some so, holes. Um, I definitely think Finland kind of, you know, having that dominant uh, two games on the division, on the pool, and then you got USA having the quarantine, that basically just, like, eliminates them. Like, I, don't, I don't know how you're going to recover from that. In a way, it, it kind of does, yeah. yeah um, and then um, you could say Canada because, you know, Canada is Canada. Uh, Sweden, I still wouldn't rule out. I think, uh, you know, Czechs and Russia, it's not their year. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree with you. I think from what I've seen from the Czech Republic and Russia, it's not what we had anticipated. They played good hockey, but I wouldn't call it, you know, world junior winning hockey. That's that's for sure. I've been impressed um, a little bit with uh, Germany's game. I know they're sitting at a, a one and, and one oh and one record right now. Um, But the games they've played, they have kept it tight against teams that are, you know, pretty much goal-scoring teams. Um, I'm a little impressed by what I'm seeing out of Germany. But also, I say this like Germany didn't just produce Leon Dreisaitl and uh, Stutzel. So, (laughs) I mean, Germany looks like they're going to start producing some pretty decent hockey players coming coming up soon. Um, And I'm impressed out of a country that isn't necessarily known for its NHL talent. That's for sure. Um, Adam, how about you? Any takeaways? 
Um, I think Canada is definitely going to Canada. Uh, 13 minutes ago, I actually just shared this in our other group chat, but um, somebody tweeted in the first period in the Canada-Austria game, Connor Bedard, who in most accounts is going to be the first overall pick, I think in next year's draft. I want to say it's next year's draft. Um, has played four minutes, 35, uh, or 4.35 ice time. He's had two goals in a minute and 11 span and has a ridiculous uh, between, uh, not even, like a Austin Matthews-like toe drag shot for a goal. So, I mean, that's a kid to watch out for, 100%. So, yeah, right now, right now they're beating the piss out of Austria 5-0. Oh, yeah, 5-0, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweden seems to be a team that I'm hearing a lot more about. Um, their goaltender, I think last night just posted a 43 shot save uh, shutout. So, I mean, that's in and of itself, like almost NHL quality, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we know the Swedes and their goaltenders. They're, they're okay with producing yes. those. Um, um, I think Henrik Lundqvist, but I think out of this entire discussion, uh, Mr. Matthew Fisher is on to something because top three points. Really? (laughs) (laughs) You mean it? (laughs) Listen, I I can give credit where credit is due once in a while. Um, I think you might be on to something with the Finns because the the top three players in points are all from Finland. Brad Lambert, Samuel Helenaeus, sure, and Viel Koivunen, Koivunen. Um, all with five, five, four, and four points, respectively. So I think uh, I'm going to agree with Fish and say it's uh, the Finns a year. I also agree with Maddie Fish. I think the Finns are looking real good this year. And, you know, with the United States being quarantined and everything, that's one less hurdle to jump uh, basically on your road to Canada, who, by the way, scored again and is now 6 nothing Canada. I was just about um, to say. Yeah. Oh, it's a natural. <laughs> Speaking of, Connor Bedard, natural hat trick. There it is. This kid is going to be something else. These kids in Canada, man, they're nuts. But I'm pulling for the Finns. I'm pulling heavy for the Finns. If I'm not mistaken, too, I think Bedard is like, yeah, he's 16 years old. I'm pretty sure he's too young to be playing where he's playing right now. And he's doing what he's doing right now. That's ridiculous. Um, Speaking of Austria, by the way, and the Finns, that is, you start kind of feeling bad for him because they also got speed bagged by Finland 7-1. to one. <laughs> the poor Austrians, they just can't catch a break. Um, there's, there's no also someone I didn't realize this was a thing. How does relegation work in the world juniors? At, I'm you, not quite oh, sure because I heard that was a thing that they're not doing this season. I'm like, how does that work? How does one get relegated and then who takes their place? Well, you would assume like teams like Austria. And Slovakia, like usually bubble teams, are kind of out there along the same lines as like Slovenia and Latvia and those teams. Like those might all be like relegation demotion type teams. I'm not quite sure how it works, to be honest with you. And I don't know what countries are involved during that, but I I don't know. I don't know. Japan for World Juniors 2023. Japan World Juniors, baby. (laughs) Um all right, let's <laughs> one let's move forward with some more juniors talk, but on the women's side. So the Women's World Juniors Championship was canceled by the IIHF because of COVID. Um, and 
it honestly it has me a little pissed off because they seem to have absolutely no intentions of attempting to reschedule the tournament. They said all all tournaments that were scheduled to begin in January are canceled. And they said they have said nothing else about the possible return of the Women's World Junior Championship. And to me it it makes me mad because that is such a big tournament for women's hockey just just like uh, the Olympics. It is. It has a lot of eyes on the women's game, and the women's game is incredible. There's incredible hockey players in women's hockey, and they don't get their exactly, and they don't get their chance to show what they can do. But we're running the World Juniors men's side out here in December, and it's already getting fucky with the Team USA going down and having to quarantine. So we can do that, but we can't do the women's side. It's messed, it's, fr- it's, it's messed frustrating up because because uh, uh, and EA Sports just put uh, the women's hockey on on their game too the IIHF uh, version and so all the yeah. stars in the, uh, the women's hockey are on video games and you can play as them it's uh, kind of unfortunate really. and you don't get to watch them you know like the yeah. young kids don't get to watch that and want to play as those players on the NHL game it's it just seems incredibly two-faced by the IAHF to continue the men's tournament and not the women's tournament. It's, it's frustrating to say the least. Um, so we hope that they might reschedule that maybe in February or March. That would be really cool because they wouldn't be battling with the men's tournament and they would kind of get their own time to shine. And I hope that the IAHF thinks of something like that because so far there have been a lot of calls to action uh, at the IHF on many social media platforms. Uh, I even signed a change.org.com petition that was started by the, um, <coughs> what is it? The P the PHL Premier yes. hockey league. That's what they're, that's uh, what yeah, it is now. I, I follow them on Twitch. Yeah. Um, so always I, go live while I'm at work. So I can't watch. <laughs> yeah. That's the only unfortunate bit, but, um, yeah, if you can sign petitions or just tweet it out at IAHF, let's get the women's tournament going. You know, I, I, they deserve it. The world deserves to see these players play. And it's really frustrating that the IAHF has made the decisions the way they have, just like it's frustrating. The NHL has made the decisions that they have had. Uh, but amidst all this frustration, unless you gentlemen have anything else, that'll do it for this episode. Kind of a short one. Well, Going to make a little comment here. I like it. It's going to be not uh, hockey-related, but it, it's breaking news. All right. Um, we all went to school for broadcast journalism. Correct. All of us kind of, you know, had a dream of becoming a broadcaster. One actually pursued it in uh, broadcasting wrestling, and I think you did high, high school hockey and other stuff, right? No, I only actually got to do um, – so I did YouTube wrestling – commentary for number of years and then i actually got to like you said live my dream for a year and a half and called live pro wrestling in the area up until i think the end of 2020 we love it we love it and uh you know we're americans so we're been highly impacted by football american football and probably football you know the george washington of sports broadcasters just passed away today as we were recording this podcast and that is 
of course, John Madden, the legend John Madden. We all grew up listening to his voice, all grew up playing his video game, hearing that voice, hearing how he described football. And he died at 85, uh, just a couple of days after Fox broadcasted his uh, documentary on Christmas Day. So yeah. kind of unfortunate that, you know, I mean, it was expected, you know, 85 years old is, a, is an old man right there. And uh, rest in peace to a guy who impacted our lives pretty greatly. Uh, yeah, not just a guy that impacted lives, but, I mean, he's the voice of the premier video game that has to do with football. It's called Madden for a reason. Um, so, yes. Um, wow, that does suck. Uh, rest in peace to John Madden, and uh, our thoughts are with those who have been affected by his passing. Incredibly unfortunate. I do, however, I – What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I promote, I would say, the uh, the John Madden documentary that did air on Christmas. It was a great documentary. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, but if you haven't, I highly suggest going and watching that because it was awesome. Um, other than that, though, that'll do it for this episode of On the Power Play. We hope everybody had a happy holidays and we'll have a happy new year. We hope everybody that is listening is healthy and safe. And if you do happen to be in quarantine and you and you got COVID, we hope that you're listening to the podcast on repeat because you're bored. Um, and if you are bored, go ahead and follow us on our social medias at OTPP pod. On those social medias, you can click the link in the bios. That'll shoot you over to our merch store. We got everything that you're going to need coming up for the winter months. It's about to get cold. There are going to be COVID um there are going to be COVID mandates coming out. We have masks, so you can still support the podcast while you are supporting your own immune system. Thank you again for listening to On the Power Play. We out. God bless everyone.